0: Stampede. Garner is in 213 Recorded 114 2024
1: I don't know what they have to say It makes no difference anyway Whatever it is, I'm against it No matter what it is Or who commenced it I'm against it Your proposition May be good, but let's have one thing Understood, whatever it is I'm against it and even when you've changed it or condensed it, I'm against it. I'm opposed to it. On general principles, I'm opposed to it. For months before my son was born, I used to yell from night to morn, whatever it is, I'm against it. And I've kept yelling since I first commenced it.
0: I'm against it. Since last week's show dealt with the Biden family, it's only fair I discuss some of the issues facing the leading candidate for the nomination of the Republican presidency in the 2024 election, Donald Trump. But before I begin on some of the difficulties facing Donald, I'm compelled to return to what Biden likes to bring up about what his father, who used to say regarding the economy, and I quote, "'America needs just a little extra breathing room.'" End quote. Now, I take personal affront to Biden using those words because America is a big country with lots of beautiful natural places where, as a citizen, one could take in a lot of fresh air enjoying the true wealth of this country. So, when Biden's father said all America ever needed was a little extra breathing room to get by, I think Joe is overlooking the great open spaces this country has and its abundance of breathing room. I'm a natural man, and I don't enjoy being given just a little extra breathing room. I love having my breath beating fast by looking at the national parks in Utah or the Glacier National Park in Montana. When I see those places and all the other natural wonders of this country, it causes my heart and lungs to know no limits, and I take long and deep breaths. I'm rarely joyful working at a computer in a room to make a few extra bucks. No, as a red-blooded American, I need more than just a little extra breathing room. I like the great open spaces of America where I can breathe long and hard, when I see the Grand Canyon or the snow-covered peak of Mount Rainier. That's the kind of breathing I like. Not just a little extra to breathe economically to make a little more profits. But maybe I'm overly critical of the binomic economy, because inflation can take your breath away as well. Mr. Trump has a different set of ideas, because he's not a lawyer. He's a man of action, even though he appears to sometimes cross a few lines. He's got legal issues. He knows the inside of a courtroom. Speaking of Trump, he likes pushing it to the limit. He likes it big and bold with a certain Midas touch. And let's face it, in the sexual arena, he's got Biden beat. Joe's attraction to women is to get close to their hair and sniff. Attractive women go only as far as his nose will take him. However, When it comes to women, Mr. Trump likes them big and beautiful without any foreplay. He's direct. Trump loves things done right and isn't satisfied with just sniffing. Donald is a connoisseur of the best. To his credit, Mr. Trump didn't waste his inheritance from his wealthy father, a New York real estate businessman. No, Donald was motivated to get more, and so he became a marketer of everything, including himself. And that's the distinction between Biden and Trump. Biden was born on the other side of the tracks to a father who was a used car salesman, but With ambition, he became a lawyer in Delaware from a state made famous by passing laws favorable for corporations. Donald, on the other hand, was born on the right side of the tracks, and he didn't have to become a lawyer because he knew how and where to make money from the start. In Joe's case... He's a manipulator, and that's a good achievement for any politician, while Donald is a man of action. Joe bends with the breeze, but Trump wants to move the breeze. It's true, Joe has spent most of his life in the shadows, compromising and conspiring. While Trump likes making deals, and maybe under the table, but always sure he has a good suntan. I will say this about Biden in a meeting with other lawyers, staffers, and advisors. He always wears the best silk-colored ties in the room. His suits are well-tailored, but those ties... Oh, those silk ties are stunningly smooth. Now, when it comes to clothes, Donald is no slouch either. His shirts, his suits, his ties, while he was a businessman, were all sold and marketed with Trump's branded name on them. And I don't blame Trump for doing that because he likes his name used everywhere and on everything. Joe, however, may have difficulty remembering his own name, even though he's got lots of ambition to make sure other people know who he is. Before the 2020 election, Joe stated he could prove he was a better man than Trump by challenging him to a contest of push-ups. It's true. Trump couldn't do two push-ups. But then again, push-ups has little to do with governing. Trump, however, isn't shy about anything. It's true, sometimes it's hard for Donald to control his enthusiasm. He says he wants to drain the swamp in the federal government. Whereas Joe is truly all in on making the swamp bigger and better. Joe's a lawyer, and to be a lawyer, you have to always be making compromises. One day you believe this, and... The next day, it's changed to something else. But Mr. Trump knows what's best. He's had a lifetime of having nothing but the best, so he wants things done his way. Not so with Mr. Biden, because it's really difficult to know what he wants. He's a politician elected by machine politics, and machine politics is primarily a way To get reelected. Mr. Trump has always had power because he could make and lose money. But with unfaltering confidence, he could always move on to the next big deal. And that makes him uniquely different than Biden. Mr. Biden has always figured out how to keep getting reelected. He knows how machine politics works. Whereas Mr. Trump knows the business world, and he could get what he wanted from it. With Donald, one day you make millions, the next maybe not as much. But always, at all times, you're on the make. In Biden's case, he's been and always will be old school politics. Whereas Mr. Trump is not really a politician but is loved by a hard core of followers. For example, when Trump was president and went to Walter Reed Hospital, the streets were lined with supporters wishing him well. In Biden's case, the public knows he's a pure politician, and the American people don't have a very high opinion of politicians. So, if Biden were to go to Walter Reed Hospital for something... The streets would have but one or two people with signs offering him a speedy recovery. Few people could honestly love Joe, and the reason for that is he's been reelected to public office for over 50 years because he knows how to get votes through machine politics. Like any big city political regime, officials are re-elected and are, by and large, a one-party system. Joe Biden is endorsed by that form of politics, but Mr. Trump is cut from a different cloth. His support doesn't come from the established political apparatus for getting votes. No, his support doesn't come from propagandists and political machines. He's a personality loved, but hated and feared by others.
2: Let a word of me, let word of me, oh, let word of me, let word of me, I dreamed that the journey morning, had a dream, had dawn, dream, a, a trumpet dream. had blown. Got a dream when a man. Had, had dream. a dream.
0: Trump is the leading candidate for the nomination of the presidency for the Republican Party, but he's facing many legal issues, and if convicted, could raise the question of his governing. Now, I'm not a lawyer, but I hold a view regarding Trump's most troubling prosecution, the event shortly after the 2020 election, January 6th. and I believe that event should be viewed for its intent. Millions of people in America, and maybe over 30,000 people at Washington, D.C., believed that the 2020 election had been stolen. Trump knew he had the largest vote of any Republican president seeking re-election in history, more than he had in his victory in the 2016 election. He's a populist, not a politician. And so before it could be shown he had actually lost, his intent was not to incite an insurrection. It can be said his attempt was to prevent an unlawful event of a stolen election, a stolen election from taking place. The 30,000 people who broke into the Capitol building did so because they honestly believed the election was stolen. Mr. Trump and many of his followers still believe that, even though I personally think he lost to machine politics, which is, of course, what Trump calls the swamp, the very thing he wanted to drain from the federal government. I'm not endorsing Trump's action because he probably lost the 2020 election to machine politics. But on January 6th, he and his followers didn't believe that. And so they weren't really insurrectionists. In truth, they were misguided patriots believing an American election was stolen. Maybe Biden did win by the strength of the swamp, but Mr. Trump's intent was genuine to save a sacred oath to America for being a democracy, even if the methods on January 6th were wrong hearted. I don't believe the people who acted on January 6th were revolutionaries attempting to violently overtake the government they believed what they were doing was to correct an illegal election but like i said i'm not a lawyer or a propagandist for trump if i lost
1: you i wonder what i do Say-
0: The truth is, Trump is not a politician. He never held any public office until 2016, when he was elected president beating Hillary Clinton, who was married to Arkansas's governor, Bill Clinton. Then the first lady, when Bill was elected to two terms to the presidency. And then as a U.S. senator from New York and finally appointed Secretary of State under the Obama administration. So, Donald Trump, with no experience in public office, defeated a woman who was part of machine politics for decades. Evidently, Trump is saying or doing something that registers with a large number of the American voting public. I believe Biden beat Trump in 2020 because Donald wasn't a politician capable of getting machine votes like Biden. Biden was connected so much better than Hillary after serving 50 years in politics. He knew how to work the political machine more than Hillary. And so he beat Trump. Trump is hated by the machine politicians because he isn't part of the system. He says he wants to drain the swamp they represent. Trump plays on the emotions of the American people who aren't happy about big government and the people who work for it. The American public is distrusting of it. The machine politicians export American jobs to make profits overseas. They work by favoritism, changing nationalism for globalism. They accept patronage over merit, and big government inhibits independence. In other words, Donald Trump taps into the great disconnect that is America. The dissatisfied who feel about the direction this country is going in. Trump is a showman, a dealmaker, a businessman, and claims he's working for the people. The ones who distrust what big government has done to this country. Trump represents the rule-breaker, the outsider. And in truth, his business and personal life haven't always been successful. According to Wikipedia, his several businesses have been the plaintiff or defendant in over 4,000 state or federal legal actions and six bankruptcies. But he retains something uniquely American, a will to never accept defeat, something trampled on and dissatisfied Americans admire. He's too legit to quit, and that's what Americans like. He may be convicted of crimes, but he may also be elected president in November. And right or wrong, a lot of people believe he's strong and is what the country needs. This week on Garner Isn't, you first heard Groucho Marx singing I'm Against It from the 1932 movie Horse Feathers. Then from the 1934 British movie Sing As We Go with Gracie Fields, the title song, followed by Ennio Morricone's score La Arena, From the 1968 Italian Western movie, The Professional Gun, or Il Mercenario. Next was a recording by the Staple Sisters, singing I Had a Dream, a 1968 release. Then more music from Gracie Fields, singing Sally, from the 1931 British movie, in our alley, then to close, a cut from the Staple Sisters singing, I had a dream. Stampede, written and performed by Edward Garner in Morro Bay and Paso Robles, California.